here for the next uh, episode of the Powerless Podcast here with uh, Alec Hawkins, who, again, is sort of – I should come up with a label for you. Um, the, the assistant to the regional manager. Of yeah, the print me out a business card. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I thought it would be fun, uh, especially I had a couple of people cancel, um, or I had to reschedule a few things that were going on, just crazy life experiences and all that kind of stuff. But I thought in general we talked about that, like, maybe it'd be fun to do this once a month, or I initially wanted to do this at the end of January, but then something else came up at that point. <laughs> but, like, maybe once a month or here or there we'll, we'll kind of tackle some some news topics, both with music and uh, always save it for the end in case people want to just check out for the politics aspect of, of things. Um but uh, how how are you? Uh, I didn't even actually ask you this. This is the first time I haven't asked somebody this ten thousand times before I hit recording. How are you doing today, man? Uh, man, it's it's Michigan winter. Uh, we got Michigan winter and police sirens, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what's been. It's been uh, a lot of just up and down between spring and winter and snow and not snow and you know you know how it goes. You're in yeah, Illinois. Yeah, you get it. yeah. We uh, you know, we had a couple like super freezing days here that like actually like my, my this was this is my you know i'm a teacher and this is my first full week of school uh, grad something crazy it doesn't happen tomorrow we're recording on thursday um uh this entire semester because we had snow days we had something else that happened at the school where, where we had to shut down to the point of like we have not had a five-day work week since before christmas so this is the first one back, and it's all because of the weather. And then, like today, it was like fifty-five degrees and sunny. I was like, "Do you have to do you have to make any of that up, or is we it?" Do. Yeah, we do okay. have to make that up. Which uh, is wasn't wasn't any freebies for you? No, no, no. It's always great to 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 work later on into the summer as opposed to you know working when it's cold out. And you wouldn't do dick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anyway, exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, but uh, but I, I'm 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 glad we can kind of go over this. Uh, were there? Uh, but I guess another question, I'm going to start maybe doing this in the other episodes and stuff, too, instead of some of the other kind of gimmicky things I've been doing at the end that I'm growing to hate. Um, but uh, uh, what uh, have you been have you been listening to listening to much new music lately? What you what you've been listening to the last? Oh, uh, man, last that's uh, I, I wish I had my uh, my phone like right on me. I feel like I cycle through like the same. I actually I started listening to Super Bloom yesterday. Nice. Uh, hell for yeah. the first for yes, I mean, I, I listened to it once before, but I, I had it on my uh a lot of the shit I'm listening to now is like all my backlog uh-huh. of um, like the new the newest Spirit Box EP. Mm-hmm. I never really gave a whole shot, and then my uh, my roommate got it on vinyl and he showed it to me, and I was like, "Oh, this is actually really good." Yeah, Grammy um, nominated, so you know yeah, whatever the fuck yeah. that means anymore, though. But yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, they just they just toss those around, but uh, yeah, lost to the. I guess I could have put this in the notes for us to talk about, but lost to the great, you know, seventy two seasons Metallica record. Oh, uh, I'm sure. I I'm so I'm so far removed from Metallica, by the way. I'm not, so I've never been a Metallica fan. Yeah. Like, there's the I it's. Again, I know a couple of songs, you know, like the big boys, the big ones, but um, no, I just never, never, never really been, give them huh? time of day. Didn't, didn't get into the down picking as a kid learning uh, Master Puppets or anything. Huh? No, no, Damn, no, I didn't. Man. But I've heard Master Puppets a million times, you oh, know, it's, yeah. it's, Everybody it's has, everywhere. Yeah. Yep. I just oh. wrapped up Stranger Things literally last night. Okay, I've I've seen that. I stopped um, uh, I stopped watching that show after like season three and I am I so I didn't even see I have no idea I know that Master of Puppets is in there but I yeah. actually had not even seen the moment that like someone like me that like I learned Master of Puppets front to back both guitar parts whole whole deal 
and like i haven't even checked that i haven't even like checked out the clip on youtube because like i just am so checked out of that show i don't give a fuck you know yeah uh, so, definitely so you're, you're I, no you're not a metallica fan i'm not a stranger things fan um and so everybody hates us well, it's fine you know? with our powers combined you know yeah, yeah. uh yeah <laughs> well it's good i mean again like i i didn't i guess i didn't put the grammys thing on here because i fucking like Whatever, pe- like people, I don't. You you don't pay attention to online discourse probably as much as I do because you have a healthier brain. Um, <laughs> but uh, but like people were losing their minds that Metallica won this for like the thirty millionth time, right? Whatever one it was, best metal performance, rock performance, whatever. And it was like, what? It's the Grammys. Like you care? You listen to alternative music and you care about the yeah. fucking Grammys. Very very like, punk of you to to care yeah, about who's yeah. winning the Grammys. Yeah. yeah. So underground scene of you to care yeah. about who won the goddamn like. It, I always think it's cool in a band I like is they're like cool that Spearbox was there. It's cool Paramore won some I think or whatever. Even though I wasn't wasn't like uh, August Burns Red nominated. Yeah, they've years been nominated ago too. a couple a couple of times, twice actually. Yeah. Um, and I always think that's cool. Like, I think it's cool when a band of like the sort of genres that, like, probably the old industry heads don't really pay attention to, kind of weasel their way. I mean, in a positive way into into a nomination. But it's like they're never gonna fucking win. Like, yeah, they're not gonna I always, win. I, I wonder know? how much of that is due to like a really good marketing team who's like who knows guy who knows guy who's like part of the Grammys and it's like, hey, can you? This is good. Can you get nominated? Because That's, I, yeah, it, and I'm not saying those albums are bad, right? No. But like, who who is at the Grammys going like through through like metalcore, post hardcore music, going like, yeah, this is this is the record, right? Like, it's somebody in Spirit Box in particular too, like have a great marketing team. They've done that for you know, they're since they've well, been a band. Their marketing has been great. So. Yeah, that's 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 absolutely true. Uh, them and Sleep Token were both nominated, actually, which was oh, which yeah. is interesting. And of course, neither one of them won, right? Uh, the first award Sleep Token didn't win, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. They won every single scene award from every streamer and podcaster ever. Um, but look at us uh, bitching. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, these fucking popular bands. We hate. Yeah, them. yeah. All right, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm so cool. People are gonna want to listen to me. <laughs> fucking bitch about bands that I enjoy. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but uh, um, but for the industry thing, like that's the thing that like is is always, and we'll actually get to some of these topics here real quick. But like. It's always funny to me, again, how much people kind of in, like, you know, metalcore scenes or alternative scenes, warped scene, I guess, is the easiest way to call it, even though that's that's a term that is not going to hold its own in, in, in a couple of years. Yeah. Boomer term. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, boomer term. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but uh, it's like, it is an industry thing. Like, there's, there's a lot of moving parts of, like, knowing people in the industry or your record label or your manager, knowing someone within the actual academy to even get nominated. It's not like some, like someone looks at streaming number it's not even something you know somewhat i guess you would call meritocratic or democratic or whatever no we're like people either voted in in general or or like certain people from whatever industry standard like look on spotify or look at like reach or look at ticket sales or something it's like literally the like it's like the oscars too it's like the most old school industry planted in the real sense like award and that doesn't mean that people that win it don't make good records I would argue the Metallica one is a good example that a mediocre record, like I like some songs on it, but it's a mediocre at best record that that one it's like clap, clap, who the fuck cares? But also like, why are you, why are like fans of these other bands losing their minds about it? It's like, no one cares. Like, yeah, it's all, care. it's all rigged. You know, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's all rigged anyway. Like, don't even worry rigged, about it. Yeah. You know, 
uh, Grammys, Oscars, presidential elections, you know, elections, no, all of it. Yeah. All, it's all, all the exact yeah. same thing. We're going to yeah. get to that later. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm now pro insurrection. Um, but, uh, anyway, <laughs> moving, moving, uh, what are you uh, doing so, January 6th <laughs> <laughs> next year? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, 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 I always, I mean, you gotta, you gotta put out, uh, I forget what I said, but I, I think I said like the other day on January 6th that like, you have to put out like a, uh, like a, a a forty and an AR fifteen for Kid Rock when he comes to your door on January sixteenth or something. It's like stupid like that. It wasn't funny, but I I laughed. I chuckled at it. Yeah. But yeah, we're, you know, we're, you're your any own of these topics, you, know, you, you got the you got the runner here along with me. Um, and I'll I'll kind of I'll 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 throw you a bone to to if you, there's one that you first kind of want to really look at. Um, I I actually I just like to go down the list as it is yeah. is great. Travis Barker I, as a starting yeah, point is a that, yeah. is a good one. So so I I saw this when it first came out like minutes after the guy shared the link. And by the way, on social media, he shared the link and like instantly like blocked replies to it. Right, like which is never a good never a good sign that you think like people are gonna take this well. Um, but uh, yeah, Travis Barker had a clothing line i i don't think this is like brand new um i I, it must be though because i had not heard of it before but don't trust anyone it's don't trust anyone.com for anyone that wants to go buy one of these really 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 inexpensive t-shirts but uh but travis barker put this thing up uh on his own website and they're basically i mean did you look at the website actually as well (laughs) I so I didn't even fact check it. I just saw the memes. Uh, oh, to, okay, to be fair. yeah. But, so I I had the but and now I, now while you're talking, I'll, I'll go to don't trust anyone. Yeah, yeah. So I've I've got it pulled up um on my screen here, and there's you know it's straight up like block you know standard. I don't know what font that would be Helvetica. I don't fucking know. Um, of all these different t-shirts, black, red, white, whatever, that just say don't trust anyone in the most standard lyric prints basically $390 for those $390 for basic t-shirts put out these various mash it up long sleeve shirts that are all sold out that start at 3000 I think the cheapest one is $3,190 the shorts are $3,190 other shirts are $450 um, 300 and then you know hoodies at the low low price of nine hundred and ninety dollars like they got this they got these sweet uh rambler twill trousers uh <laughs> that look like they were made in uh morocco or whatever yeah, um, yeah. that uh <laughs> morocco uh that uh <laughs> i don't know where do they make stuff where, where do the kids make stuff these days um, yeah, literally for, the kids where do the kids where do the children yeah, make exactly. this stuff these uh, days yeah. for for a thousand forty five dollars um well yeah those pants look like they're straight out of like J- like jenko like the new metal era like uh yeah and i and i i love the idea of having an anarchy symbol on something that costs over a thousand dollars like that is fucking the irony money. is never lost like the yeah. irony yeah the irony is amazing yeah the the dad hat that's just d I, this is record labels dta records don't trust anyone records it's almost three hundred dollars for a for a dad hat like yeah. all the way at the bottom, a studded belt for almost 
for, for over 30 yeah. like uh, uh designer or whatever it's not like true religion or anything yeah, like that. yeah 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 and, and it doesn't even fucking look great by any stretch of the imagination <laughs> um <laughs> like i wouldn't buy this shit if it was 40 dollars you know um right and and you know you bring that up and people be like well someone's gonna pay for it and you can see some of the stuff sold out that's like you know they okay but, like, but is it is it really so, so i have a huge conspiracy on this as i uh, uh, as i looked at it the first like looked at the memes for the first time like what if this is just some Kardashian shell company? Okay, oh my like, God. <laughs> I, I, I get, I get Travis Barker is popular. I get he's in one of the most, if not like the most famous pop, pop punk band in like the last, you know, yeah. couple of decades. Right. Um, but he's not that big. You, you know, he's not, he's not like a public figure. He's not, uh, you know, he's, he's not, not a Kardashian, Kardashian yet. 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 Uh, yeah. 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 Um, but I was like, Oh, nobody, unless they have like two of them, like two of each item or whatever. And some super fan was like, I'm buying this so I can maybe make triple my money or whatever. Like who is buying large amounts of units? This, the Kardashians, <laughs> like, yeah. like it, it feels like it's just a way to give him money. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, my tinfoil hat uh, is on. Hey, we already talked a little keeping bit up we're, later, but we're all into the rig shit at this point, right? This is now yeah. a conspiracy podcast, right? I've jumped the ship yeah. from, from hardcore and left wing politics. We're just going full tinfoil at this point. And this is a good yep. part of it. I love it. Yeah. But it, it, I mean, no, ser seriously, like I'm not going to sit on this for forever again. Like I know, I know like people, the, the thing is like people will, I would guess some people will buy this. I don't know. My whole thing is, is like, if it's legit and it's for some like record label, like, I don't even know if he actually has a record label or if this hat just like, is he saying it's a record label? Does it look cool? I don't know. But like, I don't know. There's like an ethics thing to me that is wrong with this because like you do have such a big out that like you have fanatical fans that will spend money on something because you put it out there and they can't afford it. And now you can't talk about agency and how like and how like it is on them if they don't budget and they which it's fucking stupid to buy this. I would tell anyone that no, buys well, this they're fucking you stupid. You could literally you could make this on Canva today and yeah, put it on I, Etsy I, for 9.99 and on a Gildan tee. Like it's it's not Somebody did it, that. I saw somebody do uh, that. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I hope I hope they did. And I hope they I hope they priced it for like $89 just to like make it look like it's significantly cheaper. Like at, at this point. Okay. Yeah. I know it's an ethics thing, but still. At the same, you know, it's one of those things that like I always talk about a, a lot of times or like there's some political podcasts I listen to sometimes where people get in like this this one way or the other way discourse and it's like you can hold two thoughts in your head. You can say this is exploitative kind of immoral and fucking weird and also and and they shouldn't do it on principle and also people are fucking stupid if they buy it <laughs> you can hold both yeah. of those thoughts in your head at the same time you know i just can't believe it's like a legitimate business it might be a legitimate business but i can't believe he's doing it as like a real business like i feel like he just like posted it up there and like it's like a huge marketing ploy of hey like if i do something really insane and, and that's what it is now right like you do something insane enough to be on the news or to be on the internet front pages and all of a sudden you get a little more five seconds of fame and then you do the next thing and the next thing and maybe he's just hit that point in his career you know yeah i mean i th i think they kind of had did you uh not to shit on blink a bunch because i don't want to get the mentions but um but uh uh like it was like the the uh what the fuck is up denny's thing that blink did a couple months back or whatever and it was like it was a real band that did that like a decade ago yeah. like yeah, it's, way it's smaller like too. 
Yeah, and like and like it, it was like a big thing for them and it was like kind of a cool iconic real viral moment and it's like all right now we got some boomer 45 year old dads just like Trying what the fuck is up that is yeah 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 and, yeah and like selling merch from it and it's like you didn't even do it like yeah. what the fuck are you do- like that wasn't like, even oh, you that, like, that's really cool what if we stole that yeah. yeah 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 let's steal a viral moment from when myspace was around or something like, yeah maybe Jesus maybe Christ. why why are you doing a podcast when you could just be looking at old fucking vines and recreating them on yeah. uh, on instagram yeah 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 ba- basically right right like it's just it was just like uh some of the stuff and like i i like blink i don't really like any of their new music anymore but like i like blink and like it's it's uh, it's just like kind of cringe at the end of the day. Like, don't spend a whole lot of time on it. I almost didn't put this in until I remembered it because I saw somebody comment on something I shared about it today, and I was like, we gotta talk about this. this it is ridiculous. Yeah. But all the power to him. Hope he makes uh, no money from it, but I'm sure he did. Yeah, um, I'm sure he made a killing. Uh, ne- next on the list is something positive. <laughs> yep. uh, not not a shitting endlessly on on like not, on on some super famous dude, but uh, friend of the show. Um, that I introduced you to, so I, I'm, I'm glad I got one good band to you when you've shown me, like, numerous good bands. Um, but uh, with Sales Ahead, put out a new song uh, a, a week ago yesterday. What do you see words um and an album announcement for infinite void their first full-length album they've had a couple of eps um a lot of singles this is their first full-length album out april 26th uh you know i was a big fan of darting eyes you know kind of a heavier track um from their perspective kind of you know more riff heavy um not to say this doesn't have like leads and shreddage and all that stuff in it um but this was a bit different a bit more poppy what did you think of the single and uh and what do you think is we're going to get out of the get out of the record so uh, they posted they posted before the single came out. It was this next song is going to be Michelle Branch meets Lower Definition. Um, yeah. and, and I was like, I'm, I'm here for it. And I think it lives up to that. I think it's the, the, the instrumentals definitely remind me of like that, uh, that era of post hardcore that Lower Definition was. And I don't know if you're a Lower Definition fan. I know um, of them well enough. I was never big into like the popular side of post hardcore, really. But they're a legendary band. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they they were weirdly unique, right? It wasn't yeah. like they were doing anything to break the wheel, but they just had something about their band that was much different than what other people were doing, uh, even on, like a small scale. Um, I feel like this definitely definitely fits that bill, where the the chorus is very Michelle Branch style. Uh-huh. Um, and then with like more like kind of K-poppy kind of vocals, and Sierra does that a lot. I think in, in their songs, as she hits that like um, K-pop anime kind of voice. I don't know if uh, don't know if you, like, you feel that or not, but in, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not saying that negatively either. Um, no, that, no, that, there's I mean, definitely like an influence in there. Yeah. There's a big influence in that. I mean, they made their whole video for Darting Eyes like based off of an anime. So like, yeah, it's 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 very much in line with 
with um some influence there and like i don't know much about k-pop so i can't speak to that i think i've heard like one k-pop song i'll be honest in my entire life but but i do agree like there's there's a lot of like there's a lot of like poppy elements to it for me that aren't like um like mainstream i can't i don't even fucking know new pop artists dude anymore but but like mainstream (laughs) pop right like it, it has like this element of straight up pop music to it that is like still different and unique right um right. to where i liked it and i don't fucking like poppy music if it's usually for me anymore it's like if it's not pissed and, and just like <laughs> punching shit or like somber and sad if it make I don't my blood fucking it, right? boil i don't want to listen to it yeah yeah uh, yep, yep yeah that's basically I, me i'm just rearing myself up for a stroke at some point in my yeah. life you know <laughs> just get, get it done with early uh i yeah, yeah. I, I definitely i think i enjoy darting eyes more it's more me right but Mm -hmm. i think if the whole album kind of consists in this uh like pendulum between more like darting eyes or more like this song i'll love the album like i'll yeah i'll listen to it front to back it it definitely gives me a lot of uh i I know they listed in their like uh spotify bio uh hail the sun they listen hail the sun like a lot like birds um and and instrumentally i think the the band really speaks to those kind of bands uh the kind of swan esque but not quite all the way there so um I'm that works out to... loud on this podcast actually you're not allowed to say that that's pulses-esque band there you go <laughs> you know yeah yeah we're just gonna relabel that um yeah 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 i'm keeping that in though you gotta get, you're gonna get burned by those bands it'll be fine no i'm just kidding um yeah. but uh, no i think it seriously is good it's a good point though too is like i felt like it was a really good second single for a band that is very diverse you know um i think it's hard for a band like with sales ahead that I, I would imagine would be i'm not in their in the room when they're making these decisions but where you know they have all these different elements in their music it's very eclectic kind of you know you reference pulses you know in a different way like those bands are are very different but also say the same in the way that they have a lot of diverse influences in their sound and yet it's very cohesive um and i thought this one was great i was kind of for me i was a little uh I was a little uh, taken aback at first when I heard it of how, you know, obviously there's some screaming in and some heavier elements. And, and I know a lot of their music has a, a lot of more uh, 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 melodic tendencies within the music. Um, but it, it was, it was very melodic compared to darting eyes. And, yeah. uh, and, but I loved it. It was great. And the music video is sick. So uh, just like the aesthetics of like, the, I know it's just like a kind of, it's for the most part a performance video, but like, it looks really, high end and really flashy and really cool so i'm stoked for the record um i'm hoping i have them on to talk about it when it comes out which will be really cool um but i think if like you said if if these two songs are sort of somewhat of the pendulum that you can expect from it um or other curveballs they might throw um yeah i think it'll be it'll be cool i do know what's what's interesting about this song is for the most part their vocalist sierra wrote the guitar for it um, and they kind of fleshed it out a little more after, but it's sort of a song that she more took the wheel with in its entirety than say like darting eyes, which is like super cool. when like bands do that. I think when yeah. they have multiple members doing things outside of what they normally do uh, yeah. and like spearheading songs. And I think you get a lot more diversity that way. A- absolutely. 100%. So definitely if anybody's not checked it out, check out swear words, check out darting eyes, definitely go pre-save or, pre uh pre-order the vinyl for infinite void um and it's out in april so there's plenty of time to 
if you're if you're broke like me all the time, there's plenty of time to save up to, to pre-order. We're all broke, baby. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, next next thing we had on the docket, which again, like we kind of came up with some of this list last week, but I think this one's still pretty prevalent. It was kind of a big deal, especially since they put out a song. Like, was it the day after? I want to say or something. Yeah. Um, yep. Which is not not great marketing, but I guess uh, people were talking about it, so maybe it was good marketing. <laughs> Um, and I know, like, uh, uh, Chris Turner, who's the best part of the band, in my opinion, for I haven't said yet, Ocean's 8 Alaska, um, he was just on, like, the Downbeat podcast, like, the same week <laughs> that this happened as well. So it's like, you know, there's, like, you know, kind of this big buildup to a single, and then it's like, oh, the singer that left once before is gone again. So uh, for Ocean's 8 Alaska, which I found this interesting, I didn't kind of really realize this because I listened to the band, but, like, I don't always... I'm not one of those people like dives deep into like vote, you know, band members lives and who's even in the band for like a, a band a lot of the times, but there, there are now former vocalist James Harrison had left in 2016 or 2017 came back in the band and now left again. Um, and then they put out a single, right. And like the single was with this member, wasn't it? Wasn't he on the song? Like, or was that not the case? James? Yeah. Or- James. I don't know. No, I don't no. think so. I think they're new vocalists. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong on that, but I think it, I think it is their new vocalist. Uh, he's, I don't oh, know. Yeah, he's from no, Silent no, Screams. You're, you're, you're right. You're right. I am an yeah. idiot. Uh, I don't watch music videos, so I would have found that out. Cut that. No, out that no. Thing. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah so, so, it. so it's really interesting. Cause right after that, um, the, 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 <laughs> yeah, just, just totally. Yeah. I don't make mistakes. I don't ever, make I don't mistakes. ever make fucking uh, mistakes. No. Uh, but their new vocalist, Joel Haywood of silent screams, which I'd never, I've never checked that band out yeah. before. Um, Replace him. New song was great. What did you think of the new song? I think it's uh, called "Endless." I think uh, it's. Endless I think it's a safe play to be honest. I think like it. It sounds so. I have so much to say about like. I know I'll condense it. Kind of feels like a safe play. It kind of feels like Chris Turner, and I, I like the elements to it. Like it still feels like the band, right? Mm-hmm. But it definitely feels like a Chris Turner single. I don't know if you ever listened to like his side stuff that he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it sounds like exactly what he would do, and then they just threw vocals on it. Yeah, and modified it maybe a little bit like it just it doesn't have a lot of the crazy that they normally have mm-hmm. um so right now but uh you know Hen- i think henshaw or whatever that single was off of um uh the the record they did with jake not james the, yeah. the, the second record the, they the, had the second um, record yeah hikari i think yeah. it's hikari yeah yeah um yeah. yeah like like that that felt kind of like a safe play too but it also was like a really groovy good song so um and one of my favorites on the record when the record came out so who knows um we'll see like what they do musically i'm more worried about the band uh like, i don't know if you read did you read all of james's statement on uh, i did like... i read it and um and i you know i am uh i was a little confused by it i guess like it was very long-winded sure. and it i don't know if it made a whole lot of sense to me you know what i mean like I'm not really I, I think sure. it, I, I think it has merit. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think. But but I think I think like you said, it was like so long winded. Like like some of the things he was saying, I was like, this doesn't even need to be in here. Right. Um. Like he talked about how he was like, oh, you know, when like we I was first in the band before I left the first time. I was like left at a train state or truck stop in Budapest at three a.m. for five hours, and like I almost broke my neck, and, and I did all this for the band, and I went to debt for the band. And then I left and then I came back. I'm like, bro, why the fuck did you come back? 
Like if you were treated like dog shit that whole time, what made you think it was a good idea? And I, I get it when it's kind of like your baby, your project, your thing that like you helped create, you want to be a part of it. Right. But right. It, you know, if it, and then, then he went on and talked about how the, like the, the members are like very laddish and very like said homophobic comments and transphobic comments, which again, I'm not like saying that he's wrong in that. Like, I don't know. I don't know him, but like, why didn't you leave earlier? You know, like, but I, I get it's harder to do, but um, I guess hard to do when it's like your band and your baby and whatnot. Uh, I think the issue they're going to face, though, going forward, I think, I think the biggest part of the statement that made sense to me was, hey, we release an album every five years. We never get traction because we can't get our shit together. We're massively in debt. Fearless Records dropped us. We lost our manager. Uh, people are getting unequal percentage cuts, which happens in bands all the time, by the way. That's not like a new thing, but mm -hmm. it's you know, on top of all the personal stuff he's going through with all that happening, it's like, yeah, it's actually, he's probably, he should be thankful that he got removed because now he doesn't have to deal with any of that. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, it is, a, it seems they, they've always been a band, like they've always been a band that I hear about a lot. And yet it doesn't ever seem like they're like going the next tier, you know, when it comes to their popularity, despite having a lot of notoriety, again, mostly with Chris Turner, who's like, you know, arguably one of the best drummers out there. Um, yeah. But uh, but like you said, like you said, like, you know, you put out a record every five years in metalcore, like, good luck, <laughs> you know, like, like, and you have all this, like, you know, I think the only band I can think of that's had this much, like, inconsistency with a vocalist that's continued to do well is, like, Dance Gam and Dance, right? Like, yeah, I don't like I, that band. I don't listen to that band. But, like, it's the only time I can think of when a band has had like three vocalists um and like at one point one came back as an example to this and like has still done reasonably well like yeah but they also know? release an album every two or three yeah, years yeah and you that's know? the like, difference like, no matter what yeah, yeah yeah we're like you can't you can't just in in music anymore unless you're like some i can't even say even if you're a massive massive band because even those bands put out like records every two years or something if you're thinking of like a, a, ma a massive you know a massive band in in like the sort of modern metal scene so it's just yeah i mean it's just like this band's pretty talented um i wouldn't say they're like top top tier for me but i just found this so interesting of like the the crazy inconsistency the the big statement by the vocalist as he left out and then like the immediate turnaround of like the release of a song with a brand new vocalist yeah it, you know? let's just shove that under the rug real quick like it's yeah, yeah. and then uh, it, his his statement got uh, collaborated though with the other ex-vocalist who like he didn't he didn't come out and say hey you're right but he was like hey man um i'm sending good vibes and whatever and like i i get it mm -hmm. and then the ex-vocalist's wife also commented on the post being like yep this is exactly what uh, Jake used to say about the band and then Chris Turner's ex-girlfriend commented on the post being like yep that sounds about like like it seems like James isn't really like in the like it might be somewhat hyperbolized right because it's a, it's a personal struggle as well but right um it seems like the the basis of what he's saying is pretty is apparent. backed by other people yeah which y yikes which you know? which which again if if the band is in debt and the band isn't doing well and you get removed from the band guess what? You don't have to deal with any of that debt anymore. Yep. It's, you know, and, and like, unless it came out of your personal account, but like if it's all covered by that entity and they remove you, uh, you're good to go yep. normally. So <laughs> should be thankful. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's kind of like a blessing for that person if this is how this pans out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, again, song was fine. Uh, statement was pretty uh, pretty divisive, I guess we could we could say, and seems corroborated. And we'll just see how that pans out for this band. Go, you know, it might take them. You know, maybe they'll put out one another record. five years. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Um well, uh on a more positive note, did you get to check so I put in this link of this new band, right? That yep. it's their first um EP. Um brand new band right out of the gate. I don't know if you checked, but like for a band right out of the gate, they already have like over a thousand almost fifteen hundred listeners on Spotify. Um they're getting shared around by a couple of people that are kind of somewhat bigger up and coming in the music industry. Uh, so did you check out any of the music from, from Bloodvale? I did. I did a one listen through and then I listened to a couple of songs more than once. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't say like I was like super in depth on it. Yeah, right? yeah. I, it was, it was definitely like, I was like driving my car and like talking and, you know, hands-free because I have to be, uh, but, <laughs> but you know, like, and listening at the same time, but it did, it did remind me of like, um, like kind of like a heavier gent version. I, I don't know if gent's the right, the right, uh, um, uh, category for it. Um, but like, like down tuned, like the Thornhill kind of style guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. With like sleep token baritone vocals sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, they definitely had a wide variety of song of like a, a wide variety of uh, range in the songs, I should say. Yeah. 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 So I, um, I know the, the singer a, a, a little bit, his name's Aiden, um, you know, young band, a uh, relatively young band. And, and I was pretty blown away when I heard it, you know, obviously there's things that, that it's not like a perfect EP, right? Like it doesn't sound like a, sure. you know, a hundred thousand dollar producer made it necessarily or something, but it's very, I think it's good for a first release. But what I liked about yeah. it is like, I described it as uh yeah, sleep tokens, a good reference. I said, if, if it was like sleep token did crack and tried to embellish some death core into their music. Like that's yeah. kind of, yeah. that's kind of what I thought about it. And like, I really like it. They're supposed to maybe come on the show soon too. Um, but, uh, but the reason why I, I've been kind of showing this thing around to people, cause I think it's like, I don't know, it's sort of the next, I've seen some other bands out there kind of doing little things like this, where it's like the next era of like new music that's influenced by a band like Sleep Token, but also like people are obviously like from the metal community listening to it that are into bigger things. Like when I first heard, I forget which song it was on here, but uh, I think it was like the second or third song where <laughs> the vocalist just starts doing some straight up like the, uh, like deathcore, like pig squeal type. Uh, oh yeah, type yeah. vocals right after doing like yeah those baritone soulful vocals, and I was like, this is the next iteration of that kind of idea where it's just gonna go fucking off the wall. Like you know yeah. you're gonna you know which is what happened I guess when you think about like the mixing of R and B into like progressive metalcore and all that kind of stuff that happened in the 2010s. It's really sort of the same iteration, just like a new you know idea of that coming off of like this massive band that probably has a huge influence over up and coming bands you know and, and i feel like it's gonna be kind of like a, a a race to the top on um on that kind of thing where it's like the the first bands who are trying it out i'm not gonna say aren't gonna be the ones to succeed but like it, that generally isn't how it works right like um if if bloodville was the uh, first band to ever do this which I, I i doubt they you know they are to be like influenced by sleep token and like you know create right. a, um you know like music that kind of resembles it a little bit mm -hmm. um you know they're not going to be like the most popular one it's going to be somebody like a year from now who does it and like it somehow breaks through that like that's the thing now right yeah. but it's 
it, it takes a lot of bands like like Bloodveil to experiment with, hey, what can we do with like genre mashing? Uh-huh. And and it again, I listened to the EP one time through, it sounded good. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. it. Again, the, I don't think the production was like top tier, like you say, it wasn't a hundred thousand dollars. Like the, the person who's producing Spirit Box isn't producing Bloodveil, right? But right. um it still is it's is a solid listen and it's it's listenable. Right. For sure. You know, it's it's not like you're picking it apart the whole time. Yeah, and and uh yet like what i what i find interesting about it more from like a yeah from like a bigger at large look in in music what's what's coming out is like like kind of like what you said is a band like sleep token or some of these other bands that that kind of have these various sounds even though they're within the metal community they kind of have their own weird thing going on that kind of makes them pretty individualistic like what is you know what is the the sound going to be going forward when that's not a one-off right when there's like all these right. people influenced that are good musicians that have that and all these different things like i just kind of implementing that in like a like i said like in a death core <laughs> element way and all these different things like it just seems like uh something's going to be budding from that that is going to be just like absolutely off the wall to a lot of people but like you said a, a few bands you know, I think this one has a lot of promise, but there, there's going to be plenty of other ones, too, that it's like, you know, just crazy shit's going to come out and it's going to stick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Like, it's just a just a interesting the, sort the of the new wave of that. So, yeah, mo- moving on from that last music related thing, because on this show, we're, we're big stands of this band for some reason, because they make two minute long, like m- massive, just like pissed off music. That's incredible is uh the song that came out today again recording on thursday um backfire from throne what did you uh what did you think of this one so i think was, i read a comment on youtube and i was like this is literally encapsulates how i feel about the band they go if throne made an, a whole album it would be the best 12 minutes of my life yeah i saw that one too uh, yeah yeah <laughs> and i was like yep that sound that sounds great that's like right on par with the band um it definitely felt like an intro track. Like if I yeah. don't see this as an intro track for their, if they make an EP, like, I don't even know what they're doing. You know, they might just be doing singles and just keep it going, keep it going. But a lot of bands are doing that now. It definitely felt like, I felt like guilt and on the verge mm-hmm. felt very similar to me in, in pacing and like uh, BPM and in just kind of general style. This one was a little bit different, but still very them. Um, and I think with two minute songs, it's hard to say, Hey, this sounds repetitive because like it is the song, yeah, right? Like, like the, you know, you, you're not, you, you might get something that gets called back, but two minutes it's over and that was it. And I kind of like that for the band. Yeah. Uh, the way they structure songs. I, I think, I think, I think you're right on that. And that like, if it was this stuff, you know, I, I think they've nailed the style where it's like. You know, to, to be honest, and the single thing too, and again, this is made by you know, uh, uh, I can never say his last name right, but Buster, who is like in a bunch of different yeah. uh, great projects, great producer and and mixer and master. He does like the the, the whole spiel for this band and the other ones he's in. Um, they just figured out it's like people have short attention spans now. People like heavy music. Why don't we make songs that are two minutes and under? I think like their longest song is two and a half minutes long, and just like yep. scream about how life sucks. <laughs> like, have you have you have you seen them live ever? I've watched videos. I've obviously I haven't seen them okay. myself. But... I, I I haven't either. But I've been imagining that like you know you get 
they get to like this like mid i mean they are like kind of like a mid-tier level band right uh-huh. they could probably get like you know second on a ticket um they have a 30 minute set time it's like a you could get songs. through so many songs yeah. they're like hey do you want to hear every single song i ever wrote if they like didn't take any breaks in between at all uh-huh. they could probably do their discography um which uh, is funny what is really because yeah i think they I'm, I'm looking right now i think they've got by the way Get do you, without looking. Do you know how many monthly listeners this band has on fucking Spotify now? Uh, seven hundred or nine hundred thousand. It I, is close to a million. It's nine hundred eighty-nine thousand. Yeah, and it's like I, I saw. I saw it yesterday, and I said, "Oh, that's uh, that's interesting." That like it, they've climbed up there so far, and I I, I don't know what that's from. That's like, from people like finishing records and them coming on right after. Is yeah, what that <laughs> yeah, is. it's because the Spotify algorithm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I, I, there's something about this band that like scratches the the caveman part of my brain. Where like a lot of times I like music that's like very intricate and and has serious lyrics and all that. And then it's like you hear this yeah. one. It's like turn my brain off and just go. Let's go. You know what I mean? And I just love it. Yeah. It, it just uh, again. I said this about Left to Suffer when you were talking about our top ten uh, a couple months back. But like it's the same vibe for me for Throne too. Where it's like it kind of just reminds me of how I felt about Amir. Yeah. Like when Amir was was popular, it was like, oh, I just want that heavy beat down, you, crazy, you know, whatever. And then it's done. And on to the next one. And it's a great, it's a, they always have great songs to have in playlists. Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if I could sit down and listen to Throne for an hour straight. No. Because <laughs> I think it, it all bleed into each other. But um, when a Throne song comes on, on my shuffle, or if I like have them playlisted or, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter what one it is, like. I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. 100%. I, I feel the exact same way. Um, so, so that kind of, co- yeah, I mean, a lot of, a lot of good music there for people to check out. Well, I'll have to decide which song plays at the end here after all of this, but um, are you down uh, for the last little bit here? We got a few minutes left to, oh, yeah. to talk, uh, you know, for everybody to turn off the, <laughs> turn off the recording. Yeah. And, We're but, talking politics yeah, now. But, but yeah. th- this is genuinely like, so, um, I know you're not like, you're definitely not as immersed into like the political discourse the way I am. Cause again, your brain's yeah. out here, but, uh, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, dude, I look at memes all fucking day long. I don't think my brain is any healthier. It's just a different kind of fucked up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Right. Let's go. I, I do that too, but, but we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Did you look at what I shared to you about what happened with, with Biden today with, with, yeah. uh, President so Biden? I, I, and, and at first when you shared it to me, I thought, oh, this is just written by the Independent, right? Yeah. And then I Googled it, and you know, CBS had it, and Fox had it, and like it was so many different tellings. Of, I mean, it's, it's the same story, but so many different outlets were telling the same story, and I was like, oh no. Yeah. Um, so for a context for people that don't read the news, which you're smart if you don't. Um, so the the special, you know, for. So much shit has happened in the news that's way more serious than this, but that's why I wanted to talk about this because it's just kind of, I don't know. For people like you and I, we'll find it sort of humorous, but like people yeah. that are really invested it's, into electoral it's politics, funny. it's we'll just lose the guy running mind. the country. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, there's a there's a a couple couple months ago or a year ago now at this point, there was a time where both you know, obviously like Trump had like the classified documents that were seized from his house by the FBI, and that was a whole thing. And then Biden and former Vice President Mike Pence had classified documents seized from their house and all this kind of stuff. And so the special the special counsel came out today, like literally right before I shared this to you um, today, and said that it looks like Biden, with intent 
hung on to Obama era classified documents, but there's no reason to take him to court because his memory loss would make it an obvious, like reasonable doubt. So they talked about in this interview that he didn't remember he was vice president. He didn't uh, remember when his term yeah, he, ended. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't remember the dates he was vice president. So, so that's so. This is where like I get kind of dicey on it, right? Where yeah, his memory is definitely shit. Like he's yeah. an old, he's an old guy. Okay, mm-hmm. like th- that's just how it is. You get old and your memory sucks. Yeah, you know it's. Uh, um, and I, I'm sure if you're president, you get way more stressed out and your memory just declines at a far more rapid it, pace. Yeah, you see but, how they look by the end of a term. Right? Yeah, it's brutal. It, it, in, you know? Inside they're rotting. Too, yeah, you know. Yes. Um, yeah. And and so it, it's. People are saying he like forgot his vice president, but he couldn't remember like dates, specific dates, and, it, yeah, it, it, in which that he like was in term or odd term and didn't remember like what dates he ran with Obama and stuff like that. And part of me when I read that was like, oh, was this just like a one off interview thing of like, you know, I can't tell you what I ate for breakfast three days ago, <laughs> right? You know? Like, I just, I, you know, um, and I get those like big life events for him, but it's not like he can know like on the on the dime on the spot you know he's old like it's gonna take a second to be like oh was that the time when i was running for vice president but because this is like a whole investigation this isn't just like one interview this is like multitudes of interviews and, mm-hmm. and data collection over time that they've just been to like, determine hey, if he's like viable so for a criminal case right yeah yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it, it's, it's just crazy it's so crazy that the defense is just like so there probably wasn't intent but he can't remember what the intent was. So like it's, it's that now. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty, pretty rough to say the least. One thing that I find. So, so obviously like, you're right. People over sensationalize this people obviously like take it, run with it, whether, you know, whether they're like me and they just kind of scoff at these fucking lunatics that run the country all the time. Or there's somebody sure. that's like right, right wing and wants to like, shit on that and prop up trump or whatever else but like uh, the liberal thing that's been really like i don't know how to describe it in this situation is there are people that are both saying like they shouldn't have talked about this this was right after like a traumatic you know it was right after october 7th where he had to handle all this stuff and so it was like a full weekend and i was like he's the most he has the most important job in the fucking in the country arguably the world when it comes to geopolitics and you're like well a big thing happened so it really jostled him it's like (laughs) and he should be doing that job yeah and also they shouldn't shouldn't be doing the job and also the other big thing that a lot of like there's like people from various news outlets and also you know these kind of influencer people that that the biden administration pays on social media which is gross but but uh it happens everywhere it's not just them but they said people said like don't dunk on an 81 year old's poor memory like you need a password manager you lose your phone from anywhere from six to 30 (laughs) times per day and you have to dig the pizza box out of the garbage to check the bake time somebody fucking (laughs) said that and i was like come on man like you don't yeah, the, you don't really don't, don't you give can't. me false equivalencies for the presidency. It's okay, like, it, like that's yeah. It's like somebody literally just said uh, Biden's memory is so bad that there's no reason to prosecute, and someone's like, "That's just like when I lose my phone." <laughs> like, <laughs> what are we doing? Um, oh, where'd it go for the third time today? Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, and again, like like I said, I think I think I think obviously this is just funny, like. You know, you can find humor and it's it's humorous and yet it's not, right? It's humorous in a cynical yeah, no, way. No, no, it's, it's, it's not because we're all screwed. It's very sad and scary. <laughs> yeah, we're all screwed. Also kinda of, it's 
dude, it's it's just like I mean, uh, it's just like Trump, yeah, right. Where it's like this is horrifying, also kind of hilarious. Like uh, it's uh it's it's just like funny that we got here yeah yeah you know this is this is the state we're in now where and which is going to lead to my question is would you rather uh this isn't like a biden or trump election uh like who who would you rather be elected it's would you rather have somebody who can't remember anything at all and like the strings are just being pulled by like 18 other people and uh-huh. Congress or the white house or whatever, mm-hmm. or would you rather have one guy who kind of knows what he's doing, but not really. The, and yeah. uh, things are going to change and you're not going to like it, but like, at least well, you, you know that they're semi the, with it. This you know? is like, where I for mean, me, um, again, like both of these people can burn, but, but for me, yeah. the funny thing that like people don't talk about as much is the amount of like gaffes and like sort of memory lapses Trump also has like right in the middle of oh, the rallies. Sure. He was just He's talking about how guy. he beat president Obama in an election. Like he said that a couple of times in a rally. It's like, dude, you, you ran in 2016 against Hillary Clinton after the Obama <laughs> president. Like you didn't, yeah. you didn't run against him. And he says all these different things that it's like, that didn't happen. Like you're just your brain is sludge as well it's just he's like more uppity right he's got more energy so people sort of like miss that moment but it's just the real moment is like god we have two people running for president that are that are should be in nursing homes like it's just so bad it's funny when you hear either of them even like when they were running the when they were even 20 um even even for the election season for them Uh um it it's funny when you hear them tell stories mm-hmm. that's that's like those are my favorite like moments when people are campaigning when they're old and they start telling stories that's a record like, player at home yeah you know yeah. i met i met a guy who knows a guy who told me this thing and they like they just kind of like trail off and it just the story goes nowhere and they both do it they both do it very differently i think uh-huh. biden just kind of like loses he just like dissociates from reality completely yeah <laughs> he just ghosts out like danny phantom <laughs> Um, but like, yeah, solid like, reference, solid I don't know, reference. Yeah. Um, and, and, and Trump just like, just keeps talking. Yeah. He's like, if I keep talking, I'll, I'll catch up with myself eventually. And both tactics are not funny, but very funny. Well, it's, it's, it is like, this is the last thing I'll say, Alex, I don't want to stay on this for forever, but like, it is funny you say that. Cause, cause that is so true. Um, uh, there was some, I don't remember, but there was some, there was some interview Trump did, I think it was for Fox News, like not that long ago, where I don't even remember what he was talking, but he just kept, he just kept talking, like just kept talking and talking and talking <laughs> on something. And it was a serious topic, but like he just kept going and kind of like making himself sound more and more like uh, uh, idiotic throughout the whole thing or like that yeah. he was in the, like he had made a dumb decision, but just like kept going and going and you're like, is, are they having him snort something right before he goes on recordings? <laughs> they, like, what is happening? I, I, I bet, I bet, I bet they're mainlining something before they get on stage. Okay, you, like I can't, like I cannot imagine. Like we all know elderly people, right? They might be, yeah. they might be sharper than both of these people. And this isn't like an ageist thing. I think there's plenty of like old elderly people that that can do a great job at a lot of different things. But at the same time, I don't think it's ageist when you talk about like the retirement age for a lot of people is 65 yeah. to 70 years old, depending They're upon well past that. Right. And like, we got people that are 10 years older than that doing the most like 
you know, I've got my opinions on the American government that that are well documented sure. at this point on the show. But like, it is like one of the most trying. You know, if you're doing it well, it's one of the most trying. Like, like draining because you there's so much that, that needs to be handled. There's so much bureaucracy and so many more, so many important decisions. And and it's like I can't I can't imagine myself ever doing that job let alone like when i get to 80 years old like are you fucking kidding me like like these people were like eating food when they were younger that in the 50s where like there was no regulation on like anything going in <laughs> yeah. their body you know like smoking cigarettes yeah. and like chowing down on grease <laughs> like it's just like yeah. it's just all- they had to deal with agent orange okay like <laughs> yeah, you know right right yeah. all those different things and it's like how, how like it's not it just it should not compute in people's brains that this is where we're at but it's where we're at and it's funny and it's fine you know <laughs> but yeah it's yeah i can't it's just such a norm now that it's like you can't even be mad no like you know you're like it just again i'm not i'm not a tinfoil hat but it's like who cares it's just gonna be what it's gonna be anyway and like the learned helplessness is is what's happening more and more now i feel like in our society where it's just like okay i just don't like you're way more engaged than I am because I just kind of stopped giving a fuck. That, that's kind like, of a healthier point like, at this point, you know. It's yeah. but but it's but it's not. It's that's like that's where democracy like totally falls apart, right? Yeah. Is when you get a bunch of me's in a room who go like, I don't know. I feel like the media is kind of playing so anyway. Which uh, going to the last point you're talking about too with the with the Nikki Haley losing the ballot to absolutely nobody, like that's and we, we can, you can explain that more out too for everybody else, but like that's the shit that i look at and i go yeah who the fuck cares like it's all it's just gonna unfold the way it was gonna unfold yep the the players are already in play you know the the people are backed the the candidates are backed the way they're gonna be backed and there's nothing there's no there's not like a an underdog hero anymore okay you know who's gonna you know who's gonna run you potentially know who's gonna win even with the supreme court stuff going on it's like that's a huge that is a that's gonna be a pivotal point in everything yep. but I'm, I'm getting way far ahead no but no but you're the, right but like to, no structure anymore just just streaming consciousness that's that's, that's 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 yeah. what we're here for but yeah this last little thing which is just embarrassing but not surprising to me maybe it is to some other people but yeah you just brought up um you know in nevada uh, Republican presidential primary candidate, which is a mouthful, uh, Nikki Haley lost in Nevada GOP presidential primary to none of these candidates because Trump, it was kind of confusing for a lot of like Republican voters because they went there to vote for Trump, but Trump decided to stay off of this because the Nevada um, uh, delegates for the Republican, for the RNC, uh, go through a different caucus, but this is also a primary that happens. It's kind of weird. Um but uh, uh, but they didn't know that they're like, oh, it's a primary. I'm gonna go vote. And so a bunch. Of, it was not like a vote. It wasn't like a like a writing campaign or anything. They were literally like, oh, well, I came here to vote for Trump, so I'm just gonna put down. I'm just gonna check the box that says none of these candidates. And it won like by over twenty percent to the runner up, yeah. Nikki Haley, which and, is and that was right and, after and she and was like on even... SNL and like all this like re- that was hor- like if you haven't checked that out yet, don't. But but uh, but it was so cringe. I'm going to, yeah, but... you should because you'll hate it just as much as I did. You got to let me know what you think. But but like doing all this propped up stuff, she's on like these news cycles over and over and over and like on TV all this time. And like there was never it was just wasting millions of dollars, wasting people's time and energy. 
and and ultimately everybody knew how this was going to play out so like the whole point like you were talking about is like just media spectacle and bullshit and like it it's just like it, there's no point to this at all you wish there yeah, was in a sense it, of just like there being choices for people even if you don't agree with it but there was no fucking point it was so out in the open that this was all just like everybody like people high in the sky idea that like this this we weren't going to get a rerun and it's like nah we're going to get a fucking rerun no we're, <laughs> we're getting we're going to get it and and nikki haley isn't anyone's i and and this goes for both sides it's not just the republican uh, nominees you know and it's uh the, the democrat side too is the same way that's like you can't be legitimate right now in this race you could not be a legitimate candidate if at any point in time you suck down trump's dick yep and every single, every single one of them at one point in time, you know, Chris Christie, Nikki Haley, at some point in time, they were like, that's our boy. And the minute you did that is the minute you couldn't be a legitimate candidate ever. No. Like, it, 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 because because they'll always get brought up. They'll be like, well, what about, you know, five years ago when you were all about Donald Trump? What about, you know, two years X ago? Years ago? Yeah. yeah, whatever. Right. Exactly. Two years ago. Like, it, it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. You have no legitimacy anymore. You're 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 done. Like it would take like a fresh batch of like you know, thirty-seven to forty-year-olds who weren't really involved in in the race to like get into the race and start running, but they won't be able to because they're just going to be gate kept the entire time anyway. Well, and by, like, the, the big player, the, the so. amount, you know, it's like as a as an example, you know, less people know this because she wasn't put on any media, and I'm like not a fan or anything, but you know, it was like uh, Marianne Williamson kind of ran as this progressive left-ish oh, yeah. candidate um, for the Democrats. There's also another guy, uh, Dean Phillips, that, that was running. And they both got like 2% at various like primaries. It was a joke against Joe Biden, right? Like they also lost against him um, in a primary where he was not on it and people wrote in his name and he, and he got like 50% of the vote. So like yeah. we've had two examples of just like, for whatever reason, you know, it just, this is it, right? Like, like nobody can, but, but you know, the difference is at one point, like Marianne Williamson and Dean Phillips were like, had higher percentages than a lot of these guys like Ramaswamy and all that, that, that were running for the Republican primary. But yet those same people on the Republican side got all this media attention. They were on the different circuits than these other people, because, you know, MSNBC, CNN and all them like are for Biden, right? Essentially. Um, they didn't want him on, right? So, like, it just shows like the the disparity of media coverage in that instance too. And and at the end of the day, I'll you know I'll stop rambling on this. But at the end of the day, it's just like, uh, fuck it, <laughs> you know. Like, I, I mean, I mean, I'll keep you going. I'll keep you going for like three more minutes because I, I do got I do got a question for yeah. you as far as uh, um, because I felt like when I was able to vote. 10 years back now, uh, you know, 10, a decade or so back. Um, I was like, oh, well, once the, once like the older generation starts dying off, like we're going to be okay. You know, like it's, it's just because of like the people who watch, you know, the mainstream media, like the, the CNNs and the Fox news, they're so polarized and like, it'll just get better. It'll get better once like my generation, the generation under and like half the generation before me is like the, the main bulk of the voting pool. But I feel like we're so jaded at this point that it won't matter. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, like I don't, I don't, I read some headlines. I don't deep dive. I deep dive in like the stuff I care about that some that doesn't relate to us politics hardly at all. But like, um, like I deep dive on that stuff politically, but I don't care about the candidates anymore. I just like, none of them have interested me. 
you know, I'm, I've said it before that I was a huge Andrew Yang fan and like, you know, just kind of like Bernie Sanders is kind of like a, a horrible house of cards that just flopped down and mm-hmm. he's going to be nobody. So like, you know, he's, he's not going to do anything substantial, right? There's not going to be like a substantial flip. So do you think that in the next 20 years, when one generation has kind of, uh, they're not going to be the main bulk of the voting pool. Do you think the next 20 years, do you think the voting was just going to get better? Or do you think that our generation is going to be actually worse, worse with candidates voting than the previous one? So what I think is it's not really about, it is about generation in the sense that like, I think when it gets to somewhat of younger people, I think it will get marginally better. Like I do think, I think people from our generation, certainly the one younger than us are a lot more politically active than are yeah. you know the gen xers or, the, or certainly the boomers outside of just like watching you know presidential elections maybe congressional elections and midterms um i don't think that the electoral when it comes to the, at least the president i don't think it's going to get a whole lot better until things become less about vast amounts of wealth being the avenue to run for office right um because uh, at the end of the day, moneyed interests are what's going to matter. Like, it's not going to be, you know, they'll find, and they've done this, right? You can see this on the right-wing side of things for younger people. You know, you've got you've got relatively young, really, I mean, you've got some good, you know, you've got some left-wing, younger, more progressive uh, Congress people, but, but like, it, what I mean is, is like, it, it's not like the newer generation comes in from the electoral process, and then all of a sudden, like, things have changed. Like it's not right. it's not going to happen that way because there's lobbyists, there's people that need fundraising. There's there's all these different like super PACs that just give people insane amounts of money, and and you know it's a you do this for me and I do this for you kind of deal to stay in office. And until that stuff's all like public and it doesn't rely on rich donors and it doesn't rely on like constant fundraising and it actually just relies on like public funded elections or something to that capacity. I have way wilder beliefs on what government should be that involve like a no, like a revolution, you know, in some ways like a revolution <laughs> sure. myself yeah. for, for like a better word. But in the electoral process, I think like, unless you take the money out, I think the money is more important than the age gap. Does that make sense? No, for, for because, sure. Like, I, there's I people just, with good politics yeah. that can't fucking run for office because they can't raise $500 million, you know, that's, that's the end of it, yeah, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, maybe it'll be maybe it'll be uh, maybe it'll be better. Maybe it will be worse. But either way, at least we have uh, at least we have uh, you know backfire from throne to throw on at the end of this to yeah. kind of supercharge yeah, the yeah. rage. You know, at least we have creative outlets and a podcast. And yeah, yeah. Fun music news that we to, can just to, dissociate from. All to this quote right, a yeah. former guest on the show, Rob Rousseau, who's a political podcaster, he uh, he said, "You know, podcasting actually is activism. It's the best thing you can do." So we are we are oh, <laughs> you're <laughs> doing the work. Yeah, we're yeah. doing the work. Yeah. Well, Alec, thanks for going over all this with me, man. At least people that listen to this for the music side of things will like the first half of it, and we'll like the second half. And it'll yeah. Be fine. But uh, I yeah, think sure. we'll throw on because it's a short one, and I'll throw on a little clip from uh, from swear words from what sales ahead at the beginning. We'll throw on um, we'll throw on uh, backfire from throne at the end of this. Uh, this is uh, this has been fun, man. Thanks for taking your time to do this with me. Absolutely, always a pleasure, man. <laughs> <laughs>